This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1, where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado, The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello and welcome to Front Office Features episode one freaking hundred. Chris, we have a hundred episodes. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. One Cheers. Looks like, hundred. Looks like I'm drinking orange juice, but I'm actually drinking a New England IPA. I am drinking Crown Royale. Here, click. Click. Cheers to you as well, our listeners. Cheers. Welcome to 100. Um, holy shit. We did a hundred of these things. That's crazy. So I remember this vividly, vividly. All right. So I'm going to tell you everybody right now, right now, today's going to be a trip down memory lane. It's going to be a trip down memory lane. Um, I, uh, I love this podcast so much. Um, I remember this vividly. Uh, you and I, we said, all right, we're going to do it. Today's the day. We're going to go do episode one. You and I go to, uh, your house and we go to a park. We go to like, a- all right. We'll do this outside. Uh, what the hell do we know? Pours, and we go to this park that has like a metal roof. And it's like tick 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 tick. And it's like we we can't we can't do this. I'm no I'm no podcast genius, but we can't we can't. Not great, Bob. Not great. No. So the first one is in your basement. It is, and now I for number one hundred, I'm in my parents' basement. So. Happy birthday to your father. Yep. Tomorrow, 65. He made it 65, which good genes for me, I guess. Good good so news. is he retiring? Uh, next year. Next year. So nice. he's kind of quasi-retired, but he's retiring fully next year. Uh, but yeah, 100, one in my basement, 100 in my in my parents. Luckily, it's not because I'm unemployed but or, or living at home. <laughs> but uh, we will celebrate 100 here in the Jersey Shore. So this 100 episode thing is kind of mind-blowing to me. Um, it went fast, bro. I, it went f- really fast. Went really fast, and they were in the middle of a freaking pandemic. Um, so, I remember like thinking to myself, "All right, we're gonna try this. I'm gonna try this podcast thing, mainly because I was trying to do something else. I was stressed out of my mind at work, right? I was like, I need something else. I need to do something else. I need something big. I need something bold. I need something. I am totally." 100% uncomfortable with. This is what I came up with. I was comfortable with talking. I'm comfortable with 
you know, uh, doing this stuff. But I had no idea how to edit audio. I had no idea if anyone was going to listen. I had no idea if anyone was going to do anything. Then all of a sudden, by episode of 100, we've on a podcast network. Uh, we've got great uh, listeners uh, that continue to grow. And uh, this is just crazy town. Crazy town. It evolved quickly, too, from what we originally set out to do as a partnership, where right. Right. you were going to just do these interviews and then... I was going to do more of the writing and then we tried the podcast together to kind of do this quick recap and we realized really early on, well, but we just had this weird chemistry, right? Mm-hmm. Where we didn't have to, we weren't in the same room. We weren't even in the same state. We're still not. And we found a way to make it sound authentic and come off as like we were just hanging out talking. And I think that's what people enjoyed. Imagine if we liked each other. That would we're we, you know we might have a job in Hollywood because we're really we're really good actors. You you've already been in movies, so I have been. Um, don't watch them, but you're in them. Uh, right. But right. yeah, no, it's been a wild ride. I mean, the the amount of people that has connected us with, who we've talked to, who we've interviewed, the sponsorships, the Blue Wire, everything. It's it's. It's so crazy. It's it's kind of one surreal. One of the things that I one of the, it's surreal, right? But one of the things that I actually think, um, neither of us are looking for jobs. We love our jobs very much. Uh, but I will say this: our my professional network from doing this and reaching out to people has grown exponentially. Exponentially. But like, I didn't even think of that. I thought I was going to interview some of my friends, and now that's kind of what it's turned into. I'm you know. Not the brightest bulb in the box, but uh, it's really turned into something big. I mean, you know, Kevin Jones being one of them, right? The CEO of Blue Wire. We never would have met him. Uh, and now he's, you know, one of the sports entrepreneurs of the year, right? Like, the dude's a, the dude's a dude, right? And the dude is a dude. The dude's a dude. Make <laughs> New t-shirt. Jeez. Uh, the dude's so, a dude. But anyway, it's been it's been it's been good. It's been good, um, and it's been great. Yeah. To your great. point, to your point, like look. And we also have like full time jobs and two kids. I know, and our, our business is not easy. And I, this this the the the, in, the couple the, the news that's come out recently in our industry has made you reflect a lot. So to your point about you needed some stress relief, I will tell you this podcast has been so cathartic. Be, so, right? To be able to have a voice and talk to others, to, to tell them what's really going on. Like you and I have faced, this, this pandemic is walk in the park. We faced so much adversity in our careers. How many times have you moved, building new ballparks, shit that goes crazy, me rebranding AHL hockey teams. Like this, this never is just like an easy walk in the park. This is always a stress ball. This is always just like something is going wrong. But this podcast, there doesn't seem to have ever been a hiccup, which is nice to have that change. It's just been all positive, which is... Right. This is our, you know, we, we had one uh, episode, what, two or three of them ago called the Positivity Podcast. Um, we only had one hiccup, and that was early on where we didn't hit the record button. And we recorded. That's right. We did We did a whole podcast. <laughs> I recorded mine. You sent me an MP3 that was blank. <laughs> and you know what? We actually recorded it in the Worcester building. And it was pretty close to what we originally did. I will say, it was say. pretty close. 
Yeah, we did it at the 19th floor of the Mercantile Center. Yeah. Which is where I was today. But yeah, we had, um, and then you had like a couple other technical difficulties. Yeah, you had some technical difficulties with law. Um, Zach Leonsis. Zach Leonsis and uh, so Carol. So Zach Leonsis that no one knows about. So the Zach Leonsis uh, interview, um, I was in Boston uh, for meetings, and my meetings got pushed and pushed and pushed, and it's like 4.30, and I'm supposed to interview Zach at 4.45, 5 o'clock, something like this. I had no time, none, to go do this interview with one of the most powerful people in sports. Yep. None. I tried to – I called you, I remember, and I was like, hey, is the Fenway offices still open? And you're like, nah, man, everyone's gone, and I was, and it's locked. And I was like, do you remember that? Yep, I do. Okay. And so there's no other way in. There's no other way in unless you have a badge. There's no way they could have told you how to get in. There's no way. So I can't get in. All right. And you're gone. You can't come in and let me in. Uh, and you said everybody's gone. So no one's there. I was like, how the hell am I going to do this? So I was like, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do one of the um, uh, things on your cell phone that connects to the internet. What the hell is that called? Uh, hotspot. Hotspot. Hotspot, uh, com- my computer, to my cell phone. And I did the Zach Leonsis interview from a parking garage in Faneuil Hall. <laughs> <laughs> okay? So I did the Zach Leonsis interview from there. Zach, conversation goes great. I am think I'm doing wonderful. It's all plugged in. I'm like, I was like, look at me. No one knows where the hell I am. Resourceful. Resourceful. Minor league resourceful. Figuring this shit out. And then, great. It was a good conversation, the whole thing. I go, whoop, listen to it. I hear, ah, Zach, blah, blah, blah. Great. And I hear, so what do you think about that, Zach? And it goes, silence. Uh Uh-oh. Only recorded my audio, not his. And I was like, oh, no, opposite, 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 opposite. I'm sorry, opposite. Only recorded his, not mine. <laughs> so, I don't even know how that happens. You wait, I don't know how that wait happens. on Zencaster? No, it was before Zencaster. It was oh. like trying to record through some little other thing. Uh, I'm sorry. It was, I could hear him, not me. And I was like, what the? And uh, so I, I was like, so here's what I did. I then knew what questions I asked him, and I like said, Zach, we got a little bit of a hiccup here. Um, here's what happened. Didn't record my audio. Had no idea why. And uh, I kind of asked the questions and then kind of like cut it to yours. What do you think of this episode? And he was like, we're just going to re-record. What a good guy. <laughs> what a good guy, Zach. Good so guy. Zach was awesome. Uh, to be able to do that. And we had another good conversation. There goes my microphone. <laughs> Episode 100. <laughs> Episode 100. Microsoft, uh, your phone's, uh, microphone's breaking. Anyway, so that's what happened with the Zach Leonsis one is uh, that that didn't uh, like didn't happen. We fixed it. Great. We fixed it. That's resourceful. That's my only guy right there. Resourceful. Figure it out. There's always problems. Yeah, right. We just There's literally always something going on. We always have to figure it out. It's just figure it out. So, But yeah, buddy, look. I, episode 100, first of all, thank you for asking me to do this because it's been amazing. It's been so much fun. The craziness to think about that when we started doing this, you weren't even pregnant, right? I was never pregnant. Well, wife your, was your, wife was, your wife was not <laughs> pregnant. You've had a child since then. Right. You, the ballpark is going to be opened in a couple months. And it's been about a year. 
right? Like we started this in the beginning of September of 19 and it's the, yeah. basically the beginning of October. Yeah, no, it's been a year. So, um, but it seems it went by really fast, but it seems like we've been doing this forever. Yeah. I was also thinking, you know, you go back, look at some of the early episodes. Remember we were, I would say this, we were colleagues yeah. in the beginning, right? We were just kind of like, yeah, that guy's cool. That guy's cool. And like, you want to do this together? And I was kind of like, yeah, sure, what the hell? But then I feel like we've grown into, not to get, you know, kumbaya on this stuff, but like, we've become friends now, right? Oh, we're very we're, close. Like we, were if, friend, we were friendly. Yeah, no, we, like, before. I, and now we're like, you're one, you're like my friend. Yeah, oh, no. Yeah. And I, does that make sense? It's, it's 1000% because in terms of our business on top of being very hard for other people on the outside to understand, and have any kind of like empathy for what you go through, that connection helps always. But then on top of it, we just have, like I said, we have this rapport that we discovered that complement each other very well. Because I think that's the best way, like even your wife and my wife would say the thing, like we we are entertaining. And like, even when my wife was kind of giving me the business the other night, when she was telling me some stuff I do, not that- because she was eating French fry sandwiches? <laughs> no, she wasn't, because I always did something wrong, I forget. But she was like, I, <laughs> "Welcome to married life." Yeah, no, I, I know. So, but she was saying, I think it was communication or something, because she was saying, "I find a lot of stuff from listening to your and Rob's podcast." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, I know, I know." Yeah. But she's like, she and she's like, this. she's like, "You guys are funny, and you guys like make me laugh." But like, sometimes you really just like piss me off, and I was like, "Great, I want emotion." Yeah, I want emotion. So yeah, no, she's like, "You don't sometimes." She's like, "You don't ever take." Oh, this is what it was. You don't always take your own advice. And I'm like, yeah, but that's I just... I get that all the time. Amy tells me the same thing. I'll take your own advice. I'm like, that's just life. That's, you're never going to take your own advice. <laughs> yeah, like, right. You're good at giving it. You're just, you're, just, you're just dumb about taking it. So, yeah, no, it, it's, it's been really fun. Um, it's crazy to say 100. I mean, most... I looked this up. Most, most podcasts... What do, you, what do you think the average number of episodes before a podcast flakes out is? 50. Keep going lower, buddy. 30. Like 12. Really? They can't get listeners. Hey, we got great listeners. I know. I'm, we Our numbers shot. We were in 42 countries. 42 countries. We're only missing one state right now. The great state of Alaska. We've covered. No, we got them. No. It's that the was only, in the old one. No, it's the only one we don't have. We're at 49 states. We got Hawaii. So, but we, oh, I got a great Alabama story. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I knew. We couldn't do an episode 100 without Alabama. So I'm, I guess I'm just an a-hole a little bit when it comes to Alabama. I get this email. I'll have to – I don't want to read it, but I, I kind of want to. Um, I get this email. Biggest Red Sox fan in Alabama. Oh, jeez. And she, so she goes on this thing. And says, hey, I'm from – I can hear Southern twang. I just want to – ah, goes through my brain like, like, a, like, a, like a hot spoon or a fork in my eye. Just like, ah. And I, 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 I'm a biggest Red Sox fan in Alabama, and man, I would love it if you sent me a David Ortiz jersey. Oh, really? That'd be nice. Go. We we get giving these things away from our great partners at uh, Dunkin' Donuts, and if you were from any other state, any other state, <laughs> maybe besides Mississippi. I would have sent you a, uh, a sent you a jersey, but since you are from Alabama and I can hear your southern freaking twang burning my brain and my 
earlobes, you're not getting anything. <laughs> Nothing. No soup for you. Good. Hey, good. Episode 100. <laughs> Alabama, Alabama. Alabama had to come. Alabama had to come up. We we have to cover feral cats and battle creek at some point. Um, trip down memory lane, Bama. All right. So I asked. We 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 did this together. Um, a top. I put top five things. Whether it's top five episodes, top five moments, top five something. You wrote a list down. I wrote a list down. I did. All right. What's your? You want me to go first? Or you want you to go first? I can go first. I don't. We could. Oh, let's just alternate. We'll just go back. I don't have a top. Right, go, go, go. I don't have a top five. This isn't an order. It's just. I agree. I don't have an order. This too. is not order. Five things that I was like kind of mind effed about when we got into this thing. So, I'm sure you'll be able to figure out my number. Like, it's not my number one, but my, the first thing that comes to my mind is the fact that you have never seen an episode of The Office, but we're at nope. The Office rap party in Scranton, and we're with the whole entire staff and crew. The entire cast. The whole cast and crew. Organized the whole event. Celebrating the, the end of the second greatest comedy on television of all time. But you've never seen First an episode. First being Seinfeld. Seinfeld's number one. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, that's 100% true. Still have not seen an episode of The Office. Um, I almost quit the podcast. The this was early on. Yeah, we had most one of the most memorable days of my career um, with the crew who I had no idea who they were. You didn't even know who and Steve like, Carell was? That, you don't even know who he was? About me? Who? You don't even know I who, didn't know who anybody Steve Carell? I knew who Steve Carell was because I saw the 40-year-old version. Okay. Oh, look at uh, that. We, and um, um, was he in old school? No. All right, then never mind. Um but the, what's crazy is you would think, all right, you're the president, the president of a freaking team, the guy in charge. And you're like, here, this office show is coming by and you've got a big event coming up. Maybe, maybe you should research like who's coming, what's going on, what they're famous for so you can have an intelligent conversation with them. Nope. Didn't do any of that. Just showed up one day. I was like, oh, today's office day. Let's see what, let's get this show on the road, right? Is the stadium clean? Are we, do we have enough hot dogs to sell? I might I might quit at episode 100. This might be the end. You've, you've brought back the fire and passion with me to leave the, leave I have the no show. Idea. I, zero. Zero idea. I, I, I called... Um, uh, I can't do this. John Krasinski, Jim, like five times. Well, that's good because it's his character's name. <laughs> so at least that was close. I was like, ah, oh, shit, John. I'm sure he gets it all the time. So he's from Boston too. We had like a all of them. Half of them are from Boston. Mindy Kaling's from Boston. B.J. Novak's from Boston. J- uh, Trusinski's from Boston. Carell. Carell's from Boston. I did talk to Carell about that for a while. They're all from Boston. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's a thing. That's a, that's a thing to this day. That's and I have no ambition to. None. Zero. You can't watch it now. It's it's too late. You've missed your window. But there's not a window. Like I don't care enough. Yeah, I know. You're you're done. Mo- All right. So give me give me one on your list because I don't even want to talk about this anymore. All right. I'll say this. So my first – when I was doing the uh, interviews, I was calling my friends, right? I was calling my friends. I called Mike Trudnak. He did one. I talked to Marty. He did one. Uh, not that Larry is my friend, but Larry's my boss. He did one. Uh, I did one. You did one. We should – we got to get that one out. You did one, right? So and this was before I even asked you, right? I was just doing this. Um, and – like, we did these interviews, uh, 
but like they were with my friends. So it's like, I don't know, it was weird. It was just a different conversation. So the first non-interview, not I wouldn't say the close to the first person I didn't really know real well was Sam Zapatka mm-hmm. um, from uh, USA Soccer. And that was the first one. Like, I had no idea who Sam was. I saw him pop up on my LinkedIn and he went to Springfield. So having the conversation with him and like I was enthralled with what he was saying and I was hooked. Like, I, I got to go talk to somebody else. I got to go talk to like it was just this thing of like I was just shook about what he was saying. And it was like this feeling of like, I think you got something here, man. Like, I think you got something. You really enjoyed it. I got a lot of positive reaction from it. And then it was like, damn it. Like I might, I might, I might have, I might have something here. No. And his story and his work ethic to God, he, I mean, he's, let's say world cup champion, Sam Sapaka, right? Yeah. He's got pictures with the U S uh, U S women's championship. And like, with the trophy and uh, Megan Rapinoe, the whole thing. No, yeah, that was that's when it started to take off a little bit because his his interview, great. his interview garnered us some from downloads in other countries because I yeah. think the topic and who and not because Sam is necessarily this big name in sports, but his story and the U.S. Women's World Cup resonated because soccer, as we all know, around the world is much more popular than anything else. So yeah, right. it started the trend of us picking up steam as a podcast is after that interview. All right. I'm going to go again because it's on the same vein. Oh, okay. Just Jackie Tipton. Little Jackie Tipton. We talked Jackie about Tipton. him for like months before you finally got him on the podcast. Jackie Tipton. So Jackie Tipton, um, you know, so I started a uh, uh, just literally going through a sports management website that I could click on different schools and going into the schools, I could then somehow find out the professors and I had a little system and I created a a database of like a thousand sport management professors. And when I had more time, I would send everybody emails about what's going on. And one of those sport management professors that got that was Scott Minto, Scott Minto from San Diego state. Um, and he started and became our first sponsor and then telling me that Jackie Tipton went there. Freaking Jackie Tipton and I grew up uh, going to elementary school together. I haven't talked to Jackie Tipton, now Jack Tipton, now vice president of corporate partnerships with the Pittsburgh Penguins, Jack Tipton. Big damn deal, Jack Tipton. And LinkedIn connoisseur. And it all, he's great on LinkedIn. Uh, and it all started because of this thing, right? It is because of this podcast. And it's just mind-blowing about how sports can just bring you together. Uh, and I, so I remember when I interviewed Jack Tipton is, I don't know if I regret doing this, but this is what I did, is when I got him on the phone or however the hell that we were recorded it, I just hit, hit record. Like, normally... Like, if someone comes on, I give them a brief intro. Uh, you know, this is what our podcast is about. These are how the questions I'll steer and kind of, you know, warm them up or a little bit, right? But I haven't talked to Jackie Tipton since I was 11. And you got a picture. You had that picture when you guys were in the starter jackets. Right. We were in our starter jackets. That was my birthday party that he came to when I was probably, my mom said it was probably my ninth or 10th birthday party. Um, so Jackie Tipton came and, um, 
we're skating around North Park uh, in uh, outside of Pittsburgh, and I just hit record, and I was like, Jackie, I haven't talked to you in 30 years. Um, let's talk. And he was great. And the it was, uh, you know, I think the Jackie Tipton thing was like, holy cow. But that also was the Scott Minto thing and um, the San Diego State thing and what great partners they've been with us and um, how – I think Scott and his class uh, kind of showed the impact of what not the, I don't want to think that we're you know too big for our britches, but like you know we've had some positive impacts, and I think the first sign of that was with our partnership with San Diego State. Yeah, no, the you and I said episode one, and we're gonna get to this at the end. If we could help one person, it'd be all worth it. That's what we set out to do, right? This was all about giving right. back and giving people transparent advice on how this business works and how to be successful. And I, again, not to pat ourselves on the back, but it's a hundred episodes. So this is what the point of this episode is. I'm patting the shit out of my back. We, we have done a lot of good. We have talked to a lot of folks. We have given people a lot of good advice. I think that is because we've been told that it's helped them inspired people. And during a time where I think more than ever, this just happened to, fall in a period of the hardest time ever in our industry that people probably need some reassurance. So yeah, kudos, kudos to to us reconnecting old friends and Jackie Tipton. Jackie Tipton. Congrats on the promotion. All right. What do you got? Oh yeah. Vice president. Guy's a badass. VP. Uh, So I have on my list for the next one, the greatest Sports story ever told on this podcast. When Mr. Crane beat beat the shit out of the Philly fanatic. Sure did. It's true. <laughs> because, was that? Uh, because he stole he your sign. My, <laughs> stole my sign. He ripped at that son of a... Uh, so that was... Hold on one second. I'm got, I got to find it. So people can... If you did, if you missed that one, uh, that you can go find it up. Hold on one second. I was enthralled by the story and the description of i think you were like what 12 no no under uh, under eight or nine eight or nine because i was still living in pittsburgh i moved to boston and when i was in sixth grade so what how old are you in sixth grade 10 or 11 uh yeah be, right so i've got to be nine eight nine where there. your father is escorted down below with security episode 45 episode 45 uh, about 16 minutes in. The greatest sports story ever told, Mr. Crane. And then you running into the said person later in life. I tried to reach out to him uh, to be on the podcast. He wouldn't do it. He said he wouldn't do it. Oh, he, I didn't even hear he, he, No, he, 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 uh, I've asked him maybe three or four times via LinkedIn. No shows me. But you, but you met him, and then you got him on the phone, and you asked your dad if you wanted to get on the phone with him, and your dad's like, nah. Nah, F that prick. <laughs> that story is all time. I don't know so if one of the we'll ever I top that wanted, story. I tell it from memory, right? Like, I tell it from my memory. My father listened to the podcast and says, spot on. That's crazy. Like, yeah. To, he goes, spot on. That, goes, that's that's a, exactly what happened. That's an impact that it had on you at nine years old because most people don't remember. And I asked him, how did, I, how did we get out? How did we get out of Veterans Stadium? He said that we went into some security room 
And he says, a big African-American guy was like, time to go. There's a, you're lucky. <laughs> there's a j- us out of some, like, back, some back way. There was a jail in the old vet. Yeah, I think we were down around there. Yeah, I'm sure you were because there's a judge. There literally was a judge at those For games. Eagles games, though, right? Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe, yeah, probably not the Philly. But at the Eagles games, there's a judge. But there's a jail in the old vet. Yeah. We, Almost went. <laughs> I, I, maybe. <laughs> so that yeah, was he that. Said, I, he said uh, me and my mom were escorted out first, and then he came out later. So that is the greatest sports story from a nine-year-old's perspective ever told that your dad beat the hell out of a mascot true. in front of you, <laughs> and then you were escorted out of the building. So there, um, go listen. So if you haven't listened to that, go listen to episode 45. You'll, you'll thank uh, us. There's an episode. I think it's, we remember the episode, How to Order Eggs at McDonald's? Yes. Yes. It was probably, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 episodes in. Yep. I remember laughing so hard with you. It was like, that was my light switch episode of like the episode, you know, the epi- the interviews were fun and all that good stuff, but like. That episode with you, like, I just, like, I laughed really hard on uh, how to order eggs at McDonald's. By the way, how to order eggs at McDonald's is you order round egg. There we go. Um, I used to work there. You wor- you, you, you order round egg, and you do this when you want, like, a sausage biscuit with egg, right? The egg that comes on the sausage biscuit is comes out of a carton, and you don't want the carton egg because it's gross. But round egg is like a legit egg. You just... Crack it and fry it like you normally would at your house. Round egg at McDonald's is the way to go. It's a secret menu at McDonald's. Yeah, you just got a round egg. The The person at the cashier is going to look at you funny, but F them. Uh, round egg, your sandwich will take so much, so much better. So the things that come on an English muffin, round egg. The things that come on a biscuit, square egg. But you want the round egg. You want the round egg. Square eggs come in a carton. Gross. No good. No bueno. Round egg. Very good. There's so many. I'm I'm, I'm scrolling up and down our our episodes. There's so many episodes I want to go back and listen to. So you have that ability. I know. I know. He sent a man to jail. <laughs> I did. Hey, while we were talking about, um, while we were talking about McDonald's. Let's talk. Yeah, uh, let's talk about how you can get McDonald's. I I think that they probably. Um, they are no, they're partners. They are. Yeah. You, All right. They, good. Well, anyway, we're talking about DoorDash. Uh, you've counted on restaurants during this time. Uh, now they're counting on you. By the way, I ordered Door uh, through DoorDash on Saturday night. Uh, new pizza place. Uh, not new to uh, new new to Providence, but new to us. And uh, very good. DoorDash. They were great. Dropped it off at my uh, at my door. I didn't have to talk to them or any of that kind of stuff. They just dropped it off. I come in, I get it. I had uh, delicious pizza. Uh, pizza. Uh, I had calzone, but my wife had pizza. Anyway, very good. Um, where was I? Uh, you've been counting on restaurants <laughs> now. They're counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash, like that pizza place that I had. I remember what it's place. It's a wood-fired pizza place. Um, DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right to your door. Uh, ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app. Choose what you want to eat. The food will be left safely outside your door. I can attest to that uh, with their new contest delivery, uh, contactless delivery drop-off setting. Choose from one of your favorite national restaurants like uh, Chipotle. 
uh, Wendy's and the Cheesecake Factory. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery, too. Just open the DoorDash app, select the favorite local spot, and food is on the way. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code BLUEWIRE. Don't forget that code BLUEWIRE for $5 off your first order on DoorDash. Pizza place I had was good. What kind of pizza did you get? Um, I got a calzone, pepperoni, sausage, and sun-dried tomato. Ooh. I like the sweetness of the sun-dried I... tomatoes with the savoriness of the, like, the sausage and pepperoni. I haven't had a calzone in a long time. Yeah, underrated. And it was huge. Who, under, so who had... underrates a calzone? I don't know. You know what's a good uh, – <laughs> I had a pizza one time. It was called the Fenway. And it was sausage with peppers and onions. And it was fantastic. So just like you would get a sausage outside of Fenway? Oh, yeah. With sausage, peppers, and onions. Awesome. Let me, so here I'm about to blow Speaking of McDonald's, uh, there's a pizza place that's been in my town, in around my town that does a Big Mac pizza. Oh, a Thousand Island dressing, burger. Lettuce. lettuce. Yep. Pickles. Gross. Pickles are disgusting. It, oh, my God. We, we have... They're gross. They're, we have we, we talked about this, we, but they're yeah, disgusting. We have nothing in common. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing we've got through 100 episodes. Um, it tastes just like a Big Mac. By the way, the Brian Specie episode, I think you spent the last 20 minutes talking about uh, pizza places in New Jersey. How many of those are going to knock off this week? A bunch. I actually... It's funny you say that. I texted him because he's down in Tampa. I go, best thing about being home... Pizza and bagels. I'm going to knock out so many pizzas and so many bagels. I agree. Uh, bagels in like New York, New Jersey. I don't know why. Un- so much better. Unbelievable. I bring back so a much. dozen. I bring you some, but I can't see. They, I bring back a dozen every time I come home. Right. All right. Um, whose turn is it? Uh, I've done two. You've done three? Yeah, I think so. Could Jack Tipton. Sam. And, and uh, yeah, how to and, uh, how to order eggs? How to order eggs at McDonald's? So my third is, which was one of the most fun things I think we've done, and also again when I realized, wow, we actually do have a significant following. Do you know what I'm talking about? Tell me. The Friday night happy hour. Oh, the Friday night happy hour. That was one of the things that was like, we should do this again. Maybe we should do that. Well, it was gonna... awesome. We had a whole bunch of people there. So many people. And like, we had so much fun. And it was, was... At the beginning of COVID. I was drunk, I think, by the end of it. Oh, I was very drunk. Because then I ended up on a Zoom right after that with the rest of like some other Fenway former FSM associates. Till like what I was screaming. I remember getting, I, another time I got Rachel to come down. <laughs> I need to be quiet. Um, she was like, shut up. Yeah. So, um, which I probably deserved because I was probably keeping the children awake at 12 in the morning. But that was, that was a blast. Like, I, I remember. We should do Cr- that again. Chris LeCamera came. <laughs> That's right. Do you remember? There was a bunch of presidents that came. A ton and, of presidents uh, and a ton of people that were like looking for advice. And that was fun. And I was like, wow. I was like, I was, what's going to show up? 10, 15? We had no idea. 
We had we had over fifty. Could have been you and I. We had fifty people show up to just hang out on a Friday night to drink that with us. That was probably what six months ago. Yeah, because it was right at the start of COVID. Yeah, right. That was. It was right around April, and everyone was just kind of getting on Zoom. Yeah. No. So that was um that for me was a fun something I remember vividly front office feature memory. I agree. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, similar. We just did this one, and we need to, and uh, hopefully we can just put the final touches on this. Um, the partnership with Bat, the baseball, um, you know. Um, Assistance. Assistance. Team. Uh, yeah, baseball assistance team. Uh, and the money that we're raising for minor league baseball employees. Um, I think, you know, we're at like, you know, I think we raised about 3500 bucks um, so far. You know, you and I were talking about this before we got on today. Is I have no, my whole day is dedicated to the Worcester Red Sox right now. From mm-hmm. the time I wake up to the time I go to bed and I steal some time on Wednesday nights to do this right but literally even on the weekends um but what we did there and from your idea uh we were able to like help people and we talk about the power of sports and how that impacts us uh and i was so glad to see our colleagues donate um i don't know it was just uh impactful for me because i felt you know no thirty five hundred dollars isn't going to change one person's it's a couple, life it's a, couple a couple of months rent but like we're up to thirty six. No matter thirty six hundred bucks. Paid for so, thirty six hundred dollars. I'm sorry, but like no matter what, like we still raised money because we tried, right? We tried to do a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not done. I'm not. Uh, we we talked about that. We're not. We're not stopped. We have. We, you and I have been so caught up in work right now because it's crazy. Yeah, right. We just haven't done our own posting and keep continue to guilt people into giving us more money. We'll get more money. Yeah, but anyway, I I just think. It showed the impact that we have. It showed, you know, honestly, we had a unique idea. No one came up with this. And we executed, you know, uh, if I would have put every ounce of every day into it, we could have, you know, we probably could have raised more money. But at some point, there's only a few hours in the day. But I'm proud of what we've done. Um, I'm proud that we uh, did that. And I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm proud of the effort of the, of the bad partnership that we created. Me too. It's just, it felt good and it'll feel good more when we keep getting more money. But I agree. It's, it's, it's these things that we want to do more of to your point of, but we're engrossed in our day to day and having two kids. I mean, you have a baby. So I do. It's, uh, it's, which is crazy. It's no one's a month old, but, um, speaking of babies, my next two are quasi fatherly type moments Ooh, fatherly <laughs> so this one is the culmination of seeing our boy michael scott that was all that's my last one land his job that's not my last one no but that was my fifth yeah that was, that was my fifth. land his job in major league baseball with all the work all the effort the attitude the determination the wherewithal, the just drive to make it happen. During a pandemic. This no one's hiring anybody. No, no one's getting laid off. This this was a moment of just proud papa because he earned it. It wasn't given to him. He had no connections that were like, oh, 
I'm a must hire. He networked through me. He networked through you. He networked himself. He landed a job in Major League Baseball to be in the legal department of the World Series champions, of which they still are for the next few weeks. That Did they make the playoffs? I don't know. Everyone made the playoffs. They made they made the playoffs. Except the Red Sox. No, we did, we did not. You mean the Paw Sox? The Paw Sox. Yeah, right. The Paw Sox did not yeah, make the, the Paw Sox did not make the playoffs. So, um, that, Paw Sox and Raphael Devers. Yeah, and you know, the, actually, we were like fourth in the league in runs and average. That's how bad the pitching was. But anyway, oh. we don't need to talk about that. Um, Michael Scott, congratulations! So cool, so awesome, like. I can't wait to see where he goes in this business because better hire it'll be way higher than you and I ever do. <laughs> yeah, right. He's the president of the team. He's got a legal. He's got a law degree. Yeah, we. That's what we've told him all along. The goal of working with Michael was we saw promise, latch on to his coattails and ride them all the way to the top, baby. Here we go, yeah, right. all the way to the top. So more money, less hours. Mr. Scott goes to Washington. That's that's on my list. That was high on my list. I will also say this: there's. Uh, a couple of unsung heroes to this, right? Mike Scott runs our social media. Um, he does everything, right? Uh, and there's also a person who has helped me out a ton and you out too. He has. Is Brian Krenzman. Phenomenal uh, job. For, uh, Brian Krenzman, he does a lot of the research for some of the interviews. Uh, for not some, for damn near all of them. Um, I just emailed him again about another one. Um and I'm gonna put Brian. Is, uh, I'm gonna put Brian on blast right now. Why? On a good blast. Oh, isn't that usually a negative thing? No. Old? No, on a good. I think on blast could be a good thing. I don't know. It's but I'm gonna give him a a big time props right now because what you're about. Yeah. So Brian texted me looking for my address. I completely missed it. Forgot. He's like, I want to send you something for all the help you've done. And I was, I was like, at first I realized like. Brian, you're out of your mind. You do not need to send That's me. Like, he sent me the same thing. And I was like, Brian, don't send me a damn thing. So, just keep doing the research for me, and I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I just wrote back to him like, Brian, do you, you can have my address, but do not send me. You do not owe me anything. Anything. And I owe you something. Like, But it goes to show the young – everyone talks about millennials and all other crap. Michael Scott sent me one of the best gifts I've ever received – completely unsolicited the, the the branded whiskey johnny walker and i don't know what brian's sending me but he doesn't need to send me anything but these right but these guys these millennials as you would call them are going so out of their way to make a name for themselves and make their way up this business they're they'll be fine they'll be fine that'd be great i uh don't send us anything brian to the, don't send us anything. The, you don't to, the, the only thing that you have to do is send me some research <laughs> of the person who is going to be <laughs> one of our interviews coming up. That's what you've got to send. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with the that. Brian Krenzman stuff. Yeah, man. Like Brian is a great guy, uh, and I think because of the podcast too, it's just like I think we've also brought him value too. I mean, he's sat on some interviews. He's definitely researched a lot. We of helped him get an internship that unfortunately didn't work out, but he helped him get an internship with the PGA. Right, right. Um, it's just COVID. COVID screwed. So is that was that your list? Was that your list? That was my list. So I've got one. Right, I got one more. So for me, the coolest part, and as I said, the last two were fatherly. For all of this, was seeing. And 
it's also a little stab in the heart on top of it, is seeing how excited my son gets when my, our podcast comes on. He recognizes the music. He wants to listen to it. He sees the logo sometimes. He goes, oh, there's your podcast. Or he'll ask us in the car to put the podcast on. And he gets so geeked up when he hears them. And he makes us start over to make sure he hears the music. Again, we've talked about the music. Music's great. It's really cool. That's really cool that we've done something already that my kid is pretty proud of. That's pretty cool. Kid loves me. He does love you. (laughs) He thinks you're the greatest thing ever. He thinks you're so funny. Well, we have the maturity levels the same, about the same. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're you know, on the same wavelength. We have a kinship. Yeah. Uh, so Zach, like four-year-olds have. Zach is a big. He loves the Zach Leonosis interview because you say the word yeah, Zach. Same Zach. <laughs> it's his favorite interview. So, um, but yeah, that's that's really cool. Uh, but yeah. I don't know if Emma's going to be. <laughs> I don't think Emma's going to have the same uh, wherewithal or care about it. Because, but we've my son is cool. He's into it. That's cool. I also have to, um, you know, my wife listens to all of them so does mine and you're yeah right and uh i think the support uh from our wives is beyond helpful well they yeah they let us do this right they let us find yeah i go down in the basement for a couple hours every wednesday night and we do this plus you know if i say hey i've got an interview coming up can you make sure the kids are quiet um that's usually uh a yes right um so how do you want me to keep a crying baby quiet rob (laughs) outside i don't know <laughs> upstairs whatever just don't bring them down here um yeah right so uh for me it's it's that and i think too um you know before i get to my next point you know what we should probably talk about oh bet online well i also owe you something because you do owe me something because i'm done betting uh, on that crappy team <laughs> the giants stink and saquon hurt your uh the, your giants are done steelers steelers Three and oh, baby. Uh, and their game's canceled this week, so bye week. No, postponed. Monday or Tuesday. They just don't know when COVID, yeah, I, the whole thing. I'm, I'm, I'm always curious about when people push stuff back a day. Like, COVID just went away in the day. COVID went away for four years. <laughs> so we're, we're good. We're but yes, good. yes, bet online, baby. The wait is finally over. Football is back. Well, for some people, football is already over for me. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. I do not have to worry about that. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code Blue Wire, of course, Blue Wire, at betonline.ag. That's Blue Wire, all one word, Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So I guess one of the things, um, you know, we've done a lot of these interviews and I was just kind of putting a list together, probably 40, 50. I mean, half the show's got to be interviews, right? A little, probably a little under. Um, I think one of the ones that I got some of the most impact one for were not from like, you know, Sam Kennedy. He's the CEO of the Red Sox. He was great, but I think a lot of the ones come from, uh, you know, different levels throughout, right? We talked to Sam Zapak, who was pretty young into his uh, into his career, and you know, we talked to Ned Coletti, who's you know. Pat, you know, in uh, in a different part of his career, and Lucino and uh, Janet Marie Smith, and like those types. I don't know. I just felt like 
I think I've learned a heck of a lot more than I anticipated, I think, from uh, from the interviews. Yeah, no, every time I have an interview, I'm fascinated to hear people's perspective. And I, I, I also find it so, not surprising, but eye-opening that so many people have the same philosophy as us on a lot of things where we're typically saying a lot of the same things and aligned. It's very rare that I've ever run into an interview where I'm like, Oh boy, I don't agree with, I don't agree with anything this person's saying. Um, so good to know that we're (laughs) all speaking from the same him. And I, I'm proud of the diversity stuff that we've done from finding, we said we were going to do it and we found diverse interviews, um, from all walks of life. Jonathan white one, the Jonathan white one from the San Jose sharks. Um, you know, when we talked about that, he, I was nervous as hell to ask him about it because it's uncomfortable, right? Yep. It's uncomfortable. Uh, but he appreciated that we talked about it. Um, and um, yeah, for me, uh, like Alton Bird from Alton, the, he, Alton, he, yeah. was, he was com- just ex athlete turned professional in the workforce, has made it be all the way up to SVP with the Long Island and Brooklyn Entertainment Sports. Armand with the Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl champion, got his ring. That see that you see those rings? Holy crap! Yeah, Jesus, man. <laughs> Super Bowl rings are crazy. They're insane. But this is this has been it's been fun. Like said, like it's not. It doesn't feel like a chore that I have to do this. It's exciting to have to do it. Yeah, and um, I also have to give a big shout out to Blue Wire. Right, they took a chance on us. Um, you know, they've got bigger, much bigger podcast than us. Um, well, let's you know, not very... get let's not get crazy here. Well, they're pretty big. <laughs> uh, you know, we're we're definitely you know we help up and coming sports executives start and grow their. Well, Greg Olson, but, Greg Olson, yeah, he's Greg he, Olson. You know, top NFL player has a bit wider of a reach than eh. know, us trying to get, uh, uh, you know, uh, kind of a niche market. But um, I have to give uh, you know Blue Wire folks a shout out. Uh, you know, I appreciate that, them taking a chance on us, and you know. Uh, Hopefully we can see the continued growth of uh, front office features. And, uh, you know, I, uh, it's kind of cool to, it was kind of cool to be courted and have a contract in front of us and, you know, for, for $400 million. It was crazy. Yeah. Right. We're retiring. <laughs> um, no, we have a contract. We can't retire. That's right. Um, for the $0 that we get. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, you know, maybe we'll, who knows? Um, you know, and there's also, like I talked a little bit about, you know, Scott Minto, uh, San Diego State. Talk about someone taking a risk, a chance on us early. Early. Um, and being nothing but supportive. Uh, you know, those are the folks that, you know, going into this, you never were like, all right, here's what's going to happen, guys. We're going to have a random conversation, and a guy from San Diego is going to reach out, want to be a sponsor, and introduce you to one of your uh, longtime elementary school uh, classmates that just doesn't happen like you can't predict this this is also goes back to wind it back to the advice that we go always give do something yep. you have no idea where it's going to come from yep. do something right we met scott we met jack tipton and this has grown like crazy because you and i tried to do something damn it do you think greg olson has listeners in republic of moldova yes no moldova is his hotbed no Second, shot he probably crushes Moldova, Alaska, and Alabama. We also have Mumbai now, by the way. Mumbai. You know, hotbed for us. I, Who's listened to us in Mumbai? 
I don't know. Let's have that listener reach out. I'm looking at the list reach right out. now. Let's talk. I'm looking at it right now. Great. Um, but yeah, so I think in we received an email this week that I think would be This is the way to end this podcast. This is the way to end this, this, this podcast. End this podcast. So this just this when I read this the first time you forwarded this over to me, I was like, Wow, this is really cool. Um makes you feel like all the effort we you and I have done has been worth it just from this email alone. And this is the many, many of emails that we've received, but it was just perfect timing for our 100th episode. I think you should read it. 100 episodes. I think you should read it because this was your idea. So I think you should read the email. All right. But it's from Alex. It's from Alex Pitson. Alex. Alex, Hold on. Let me me get my phone up and uh, and running. I could have the... uh, um... I can keep stalling for you if you want. Do you want no, me to talk office it's, quotes? It's a it's a long it's a long email. I'm gonna but it's I'll, it's I'll a, through it. No, no, I think we read it and that's how we end this podcast. All right, Alex. Um, the the title it says, um, it says gentlemen. First off, he's wrong there. He hasn't met <laughs> us yet. <laughs> thanks for the compliment, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks for the compliment, but you couldn't be more wrong, gentlemen. I just want to say thank you for the podcast you've been putting out. I found your show in June, and since I got laid off from my first full-time, quote-unquote, permanent job in sports of three weeks and needed more podcasts to get me through workouts, I went back and listened to all of them in pretty short order. They have been such a motivator and so encouraging to help uh, me going and trying to get back into the industry eventually uh, in the stadium operations department, where I think I am best suited. Uh, I used your encouragement to do some things, uh, talk things to do, mentioned uh, on the podcast this weekend, uh, and I uh, think you'd like to hear about. I do like that. I live in Minnesota. Um, By the way, uh, Minnesota, the uh, uh, Minneapolis airport. I always like the Minneapolis airport. And Minneapolis, underrated. Minneapolis Minneapolis and St. Paul. Minneapolis and St. Paul, great cities. Uh, Don't be surprised. Uh, Hot take. Uh, if the St. Paul Saints are in minor league baseball next year. Oh, they've been around forever. Daryl Strawberry, Doc Gooden, they all made their comebacks there. Yeah, right. Um, Kevin uh, Kevin Millar played there. I, a lot of guys did, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Uh, I live in Minnesota and had a wedding to go to in Omaha, my uh, place I lived six years. Uh, I contacted uh, people in the front offices of the Iowa Cubs uh, and the Omaha Storm Chasers, the latter, Marty, namely my father figure in life, hmm. uh, who was very gracious, gracious with his time, even uh, though they had a soccer match to get ready for. They own a USL team now. Uh, and while I have a lot of room to grow on finding better questions to ask uh, when going on tours like this and being more prepared, I learned a lot about how different operations function and how to bring some ideas to the next team I work for, Through uh, though nothing is imminent yet at this point. Kept off the trip yesterday by driving home, by doing what Rob did during his hiatus between baseball jobs. Ran a marathon. Uh, good for you, man. And by the way, at the end of this, I'm kind of pissed because he gives his time and he beat me. Yeah. Uh, well, he was, he was, he's much younger to... than you. Is that a backhanded compliment? <laughs> no, he's much younger than you. I was like, yeah, you're kind of old. You're the same age. I understand uh, that. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I had planned on trying to get in uh, better shape after getting approximately 10 pounds. No worries. Horrible shape of the season. Due to... Uh, uh, whatever, uh, spreads and all this good stuff. Um, 
where uh, he was with the New Hampshire Fishing Cats as a seasonal assistant started going on, moved to South Bend, upon becoming the stadium operations assistant. Congratulations. There in March, at the point where I was at all-time high in weight. That's okay. Uh, which as a former wrestler and wrestling coach hit me harder than most. After getting uh, sent home due to COVID, I started to ramp up my makeshift running program and incrementally increase the distances I ran. From, I think, May through today, I've missed one day of running. Good for you. And that was the day I went back to South Bend to move my stuff back uh, after having to break my lease. I lost weight and, uh, and gained some about uh, uh, 30 pounds total. I now weigh about 10 pounds less than I did when I graduated high school, uh, at which was part of my checklist before allowing myself to run a marathon. As I mentioned, it uh, culminated with a very successful runtime of 3.38.55. He beat me by like 20 minutes. That's a lot. Shut up, <laughs> uh, which I'm pumped about. You should be because you kicked my ass. That's a fast time, 3.38. That's cruising. Yeah, that's fast. Um, though uh, though that event couldn't even go without a hitch as we had a 20-minute delay due to lightning and got rained on sporadically. Um, uh, though uh, stairs are providing a very difficult today, great success, great success. So this was a very front office features weekend for me. I thought you would appreciate hearing about it as you were the one that influenced me even having the confidence to do a lot of it. Thanks, Alex. Awesome. Alex, you're the man, man. 100 uh, in the 100, books. Con- 100. Congratula- congratulate. Well, first off, just like, I don't know. They, we've helped people i guess that's all i wanted to do yep and this is the end of our podcast forever good night not the end of our podcast forever chris but cheers to us a hundred episodes my friend a hundred cheers to that my friend we'll be back next week with a hundred to one i'll see you chris later later